Strip Down Know Nothing podcast focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right. Whether a boon or a bane, from Moonstone to Jane, mm. I made them both rhyme this time, buddy. <laughs> We're It's All Been Done, the podcast. So proud of you. He looks like an amateur, and that's the real crime. It's my co host, Evan. We both had positions, we both had a role. We did not rehearse it. We had no control of this podcast. It's my co-host, Sager. <laughs> That's really, truly unfortunate. Who does have control? Is this podcast just skidding wildly? No, it's, of course, uh, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Aha, the only man who has... He has control of many podcasts, well, not a, all of them. He's a ghost, and he's also his own father's ghost? Sure. Again, You're explaining Cath- to Raised me- Catholic, my, uh, my theology is very spotty. You are explaining to me Christianity. Yeah, is that, is that what's happening well, right now? Not Christianity so much as like the medieval version of Christianity that's sort of like latched on to in the King James version of the Bible. <laughs> Sorry, let me just clarify. Like the not what? Christianity, but special Christianity. Yeah, like Catholicism. You can be Christianity, sure. but like subcategories. Like Orthodox Christianity is nothing like Catholicism. Evan, I just want to. I feel like we're starting this episode off so contentious. You came at me. Did I? You told me that our podcast was controlled by Jesus, and then yeah. you explained to me who Jesus was. Yeah. Is Jesus a man that needs no introduction? Yeah. <laughs> yes, and I'm sorry. Yes, and hard for me to read. Yes, um, uh, he doesn't need an introduction, and he's already introduced himself. Hey, buddy. through us and through our actions, for we are <laughs> but his disciples. This is a weird way to start. This, this is podcast. a real weird way to yeah. start uh, yeah. to start the. I'm nervous. I just walked in off the street. You know, as did I. Mm-hmm. And this is my house. Yeah, we are coming straight from our respective jobs today for a very special, uh, a very, very special, special episode. podcast. A very special episode where we talk to you about the dangers of drugs and alcohol, <laughs> and the importance of Jesus, and the Christ. importance of Jesus yes. Christ, and uh, the importance of unprotected sex. Oh, I see. We must do you propagate wanna, the species. Do you want to handle that part right now? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's important never to use protection. Let's cancel, cut, (laughs) and wrap. Wrap it up, that is. When we use condoms. Speaking. (laughs) Nope. Not how I'm going to introduce our guest. Jesus is a man who needs no introduction. And speaking of a man who needs no introduction, is that better or worse? I don't know. He's a podcaster, journalist, New York Times bestselling author, voice actor, tabletop gamer, and serial enthusiast it's justin mcelroy hi justin how are you hi it's such a pleasure to be back on the show <laughs> always uh, a pleasure to have what you. a delight i'm like the third host at this point i feel i yeah, gotta much. say well the you... fourth after jesus apparently that, yeah. <laughs> that is correct jesus is our co-host jesus Believe. i have you, the bumper sticker jesus is oh. our co-host let's re- let's leave some room for the holy ghost too yeah. <laughs> that's why He's you're editing. in you're yeah. in west virginia we needed two states for the holy ghost you give time to, to two dummies uh, more than you probably should. We are honored yeah. by that. <laughs> That's my pleasure. Um, so, Justin, we have you on for this episode, Bank Job, because you told me last time you were on in the One Week episode that it was your favorite Bare Naked Lady song. Is this still, after you've listened to it a few more times, is this still true? Um, I, it's probably my favorite post, like, late era Bare Naked oh, Ladies. Is that intro- fair? I think so. See, I think most people divide it by like the PPE, the pre-page era, and the PPE, the post-page era. But that's you just... kind of where I'm at. Like, yeah, post-page. 
Oh, we're still this is, we're still we're, we're still paging it up, my yeah. friend. Pre- pa- no, P. Okay, you confuse me with all your your wild peas. <laughs> sure, my wild peas. I tend to think of it in terms of okay. This is, see, this is a different dimension here. I think in terms of three periods. Sure, that's kind of I think a close for me the way my brain breaks it down because I feel like the sound the producers they were working with like in that like post. Um, and, and sort of their songs, I feel like it, it's, it's a lot less goofy after yeah. the, the mainstream success of, mm. of one week. Um, and so, yeah, uh, that, that is kind of how I think about it. Yeah. There's a bizarre desire to like get serious with it. Like we, all right, we fucked yeah. around enough. You guys all heard one week. Like <laughs> we did we our fun like, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're serious. Like bank job. Yeah. Like bank job. Exactly. Very serious yeah. song about, uh, crime. Yeah, Great. yeah, exactly. Bank job. Do you now? Did you want me to just lead in playing the entirety of the song, or should we just do like snippets throughout? What's kind of the best structure for you all? Um, I thought we would harmonize. We would try and harmonize with you as you sang <laughs> over Skype. Over Skype. <laughs> yes, I've tried and, to do uh, that before. It's impossible. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I think uh, I think we're just going to do. Are, are, do you actually have? Do you know how to play bank job? Are you asking me to play the entirety of Bank Job? Justin McElroy. Just want snippets. I am asking you to play the entirety of oh, Bank geez. Job for us. Please remain silent. You'll mess me up. I'm not you that got good. It. Sorry, sir. Got it, sir. It was an upset in two minutes flat. Back on the freeway. Foot to the mat. Can't understand it. Had it down, Pat. Very upsetting. We leave it at that. All had positions. We each had a role. We'd over-rehearsed it. We had full control. They can't teach you acting. It's there in your soul. Same with a bank job and each thing we stole. I don't need attitude. You knew just what to do. All did our best now. All need to rest now. Leave me alone. Wait by the phone. I was the driver, and you ran the show. Had the last word, a go or no go. I knew every laneway in Ontario. It's not what you're sure of, it's what you don't know. Could have been filled with the usual ones. Throwing their cash in mutual funds Had all our ski masks Sawed off shotguns But how do you plan for A bank full of nuns? Well, I guess we panicked We all have taboos They were like zebras Had us confused Should have been in condos With oceanfront views Instead we're most wanted On the six o'clock news So I don't need attitude You knew just what to do All need to rest now All need to rest now Leave me alone And wait by the phone Skipping the musical break (laughs) Inside the police car Try to explain Your crisis of conscience The voice in your brain Now the whole thing Gone down the drain I think we all know Who should shoulder the blame You made a choice there Almost sublime 
I'm all for compassion, it's not on my dime. Look like an amateur, and that's a real crime. I'll take a walk now, you do the time. And I don't need attitude, you knew just what to do. All did our best now, we all need to rest now. Leave me alone, no need to phone. Did our best now. I need to rest now. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. That is oh the most transcendent thing I've ever heard. I was transported. <laughs> I felt like I was on the heist with you. We. That's the best thing that's ever happened to our podcast. (laughs) Our podcast, (laughs) let alone our lives. I just didn't know if you guys would have gotten time to listen to it. So I figured. Thank you. No, I'm going to form all my opinions about the song from your rendition of it. Oh, yeah. I have to rewrite everything. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Holy shit. Justin, thank you so much. That was was glorious. (laughs) Is that pleasure? Is that something that you've known? uh, Like, did you learn that? a long ago or did you learn that no i learned i learned it for your for your program i thought it would be really obnoxious hey Uh, what the fuck (laughs) we don't have guests who do work we don't have guests that do research where do you get fucking off justin mcelroy i just want to raise that bar get back (laughs) exactly get back get back on the show by any means necessary oh yeah yeah Yeah. that's that's yeah it's a real we were reach for that another lick of that golden ring you were on the bubble this time so (laughs) i guess we'll keep you around boy will hines is gonna have to step it up i wish i wish i'd have brought my keyboard i could have done some cores with you oh sure fuck too bad for me um just lose god damn that was incredible uh was that was that a day's worth of work or was that uh, uh a week's worth of work it's about ten minutes. About ten really, minutes. Not, not that big of a deal. Hot damn! Don't be don't beat yourselves up. Okay, it's, it's... no. <laughs> Very good. Uh, cool. Well, thank you so much. Can we have you back on every episode to sort of do a bathroom session acoustic rendition? Some of them are probably harder than that. Bank <laughs> job is not a hard song to do. Some of them are probably more challenging. Well, yeah, I mean, you seem like you're up for it. Yeah, you stepped up your game for this. this I yeah. assume that's, that's a weird misread of my signals <laughs> that I'm sending. How weird. <laughs> How strange that we would do that. <laughs> um, God, I and, and I was not totally aware. Are you? What is your favorite song to play on the guitar? I wasn't aware that you were a guitar player in general. Um, no, I just learned for this for bank job. <laughs> you yeah. bought a yeah. guitar this morning. From just bought a guitar this morning. Learned the fingerings. Got calluses. Sure. sure. Uh, yeah. I don't know what those other guitar players are going on about. Like apparently, it's super easy. Yeah. It's like yeah. wicked easy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gosh, I wish I would have known that in high school. I could have gotten a lot more partners. I mean, mainly, I think, guess mainly like now that I, I look at my list of tablatures, probably like um, mid '90s college rock is probably like <laughs> my sweet spot. Sure, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Which Benedict Ladies fits very neatly into, yeah. I would say. That's probably yeah. a, a crowd pleaser. Mid '90s college rock. Mid '90s to mid 2000s, I would say, yeah, closer sure. to mid 2000s college rock. Yeah. When there's there's a lot of different types of guitar guys. Are you the uh-huh. type? Are you the party type of guitar guy? Are you the close family gathering at Christmas type of guitar guy? Are you? Uh, I'm uh me, my cats, and apparently a bare naked ladies podcast kind uh, of. And guitar now guy. dozens of listeners, yes. guitar guy. That's, yeah, that's who right. you are now. <laughs> well, that's very cool. Um, 
I truly like here's I had notes like hey what is if you had to uh, design a new uh, bare naked ladies ice cream flavor what would it be <laughs> you can't follow that shit god damn um, but actually what what would you what would you do <laughs> oh but you do want me to follow it I mean oh, we had a question a bare naked ladies ice cream flavor really this was a question from Frizzle Nil on Twitter they asked if you were to design a Munch Squad worthy QSR product line uh, themed after bare naked ladies what uh uh, abomination would you concoct? Craft uh, uh, dinner. Craft oh, dinner yeah. so flavored. Yeah, it's right there. You know, Bare Naked Ladies and Craft just had this Twitter exchange where Craft was like, uh, you know, we want to make Bare Naked Ladies themed things. If we get a million retweets, and Bare Naked Ladies retweeted it like, you gotta do it. And it got like 4,600 retweets, maybe. Oofa I felt. Doofa. I felt horrible at that moment, but in, in the in that sort of, I feel like in the brand world, like a lot of those things are are like precursors to actual announcements. That sure. uh, makes me wonder if like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if you give us a million tweets, we'll bring back Ego Waffle cereal. Right, like, uh, you've already got it at the production facility yeah. in Las Cruces, just being churned out. It's like God, I have to retweet it. Yeah, sure, and I'm sure. like, oh God, scrap it, Bradley. <laughs> yeah, shut the whole factory down. It's like we're all eating BNL themed craft dinner for the next fifty two months. <laughs> God, uh, well, Justin, let's go ahead. I mean, there's no other way to follow a rendition of Bank Job than to talk about the song. So yes, this song week's Bank song Job. is called Bank Job. And if you've never heard it before, literally impossible unless you love that 30 second forward button. Here's a quick sample of the Bannaked Ladies version. It was an upset. In two minutes flat, we're back on the freeway, foot to the mat. I can't understand it, we had it down pat. It's very upsetting, could we leave it at that? Okay. So I guess, do you think they retroactively covered... Justin's, Justin's version. Because as we've discussed, Steve is yes. a time traveler. Yeah. So this is a closed time loop based yeah. on Justin's rendition of their rendition of Justin's rendition. So Steve rendition. could easily have gone back and listened to our podcast, as we know he does. Fuck. And then copied Justin's rendition. Yeah. Shit. You may have been the progenitor of this song. How does that feel to have written it? Uh, it's a little paradoxy for my taste, but I'll take it. Sure. Okay. Not not a big looper guy. That's fine. That's that's no. that's good. Neither am I. Yeah. Is. Is that do they do? I actually don't know this. Do they do specific songwriting credits on in this era? Like, are things credited to to Page or Robinson or both? Or they are indeed. Uh, this song specifically is credited to. <laughs> uh, this song is a Page Robertson jam. They wrote it together and it was performed by Ed. Definitely a he- heavier Ed in the vocals. I feel yeah. like maybe in the ahs at the end, you you get some. Some page, but yeah, uh, I feel like you don't hear a ton of him in the mix. We all need to rest now. Leave me alone. We all did our best now. Yeah, I think it's just it's Steve and Kev on the sort of um, the the harmonies, but mm-hmm. Ed is definitely taking point on the song itself here, and he blows it away like i the yeah. the the or the, the the vocal rendition on this is wonderful yeah, um, yeah i think so yeah. he does a really good job with um i feel like he does a good job inhabiting characters in songs mm-hmm. you know what i mean like where you can kind of feel 
he brings a I don't know kind of world weariness or maybe even like maybe mean like an everyman sort of quality to it where sure. like it doesn't feel like someone singing a big song it feels like sort of a workaday person yeah if, I, no I hundred percent that agree. makes sense yeah no I mean like light up my room pinch me you know all that I mean when I fall too when I fall yeah literally a workaday when I fall this feels like when I fall which is probably my er, my favorite like early. Bare Naked Ladies sure. uh, song. Um, and this feels a lot like that. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I think it does. It's. Do I you mean, think it's the same narrator who's just given up his window washing business to stare? Right. Absolutely. That's what's going on here. What's interesting, because they do some story songs sometimes. Usually yeah. they just create this sort of tableau where we're talking about someone's life or a situation. But like this song has a beginning, a middle, and, an <laughs> end. and like it's a three-act structure of a story, which is kind of wild to me that they're so successful in telling it, too. Um, I don't know. I, I, I really like that. I feel like we could have used more songs like this. Um, I don't. I disagree. You disagree. What? I like this it's song, special. but I feel like I feel like having a whole album or at least or even more story songs, I think, especially four to five minute story songs would mm. probably cheapen it. Sure. I think where we mm. get like one or two is like palate cleansers. I think that's the perfect amount of story songs. Sure. Yeah. All right. I could see that. You know what? But I'm the kind of guy to laugh at a funeral, but I'm also the kind of guy who would eat a uh, sticky bun every morning when I woke up. So I mm. I can agree with you conceptually. Would you eat a whole tray of sticky buns? <laughs> in, in one sitting. I sure. 14 as... tracks of sticky buns. Ugh, that's or a up, lot. To, up to 24 tracks, up, depending on whether. 29 tracks 29 on this tracks, one. Yeah, depending. yeah, absolutely. Um, Justin, was this so? Bare naked ladies are me, and bare naked ladies are men. Was this was obviously one that you got into, right? Like this, this sort of double album here. Let me see this album. Hold on. Sure, you may. I I'm gonna pull it up here. See what else we're talking about. You all are, are of course, uh, intimately familiar with the the discography and in, in order. Um, so let's see. Bare naked ladies are me. What's the other one? It's uh. Bare Naked Ladies are me and Bare Naked Ladies are men. Sometimes people consider them one album. Sometimes it's two. Yeah, I honestly, like, looking at this, I I think the only song... Now, I've probably not given this... I have not given a lot of, like, uh, later Bare Naked Ladies uh, a, fair, sure. a fair shake, Sure, I would say. Uh, but I will say that Bank Job is the one that, like, stood out to me off of this, this hmm. album it's- that you're built going into that doesn't surprise me because it's got it's got the pathos it's got the comedy it's a killer song i'm surprised it was never a single from this album the singles were well it's a story song that's five minutes long that's why it's not a single (laughs) well (laughs) so is like uh what scenes from an italian restaurant so is like there's story there's long story songs how about uh miss american pie like that's uh, just... well, I feel like those are the exceptions that prove the rule. Like you can't name like a hundred of them. <laughs> Whereas I could, or you could probably go through and name like a hundred two-minute bops with like three chorus, three choruses, and then maybe one set of lyrics. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's fair. Yeah, and to actually to make it even less accessible, this is also a waltz, which is fucking weird. <laughs> yes, we have a three. I'm always a sucker for that, though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, me too. Yeah, Love me a waltz. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, and this is, I mean, let's to go back to Ed's voice for a second. It cuts through so clearly. And interestingly, this is the first album where they didn't have a producer. They mixed uh-huh. the whole album themselves. So I think they had like a clearer vision and a clearer idea of where they wanted it to go and what they wanted it to do. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I really like that. I feel like they, they, they had a vision for this mm-hmm. song and this album in general. Um, and two songs in, I'm into it. And I think with like... St- 
both Steve and Ed writing on it, I think they I feel like they reined in each other's most destructive impulses. Because I feel like if this had just been an Ed Robertson joint, it would have had puns and pivot lines. Like it would have been lousy with them. Sure. Like and then with Steve, I think it would have just been like exploring the the feelings of betrayal that the narrator feels by the guy who screwed up the thing. Now, and ap- apologies. And to probably th- some of them would have died. <laughs> apologies to Justin who wasn't here last week, but we did a drift last week. Which is the same thing. Ed is doing his funny thing, and Kev is doing... But it's... a, it's. A, I believe I described it as a train car crashing with a funeral procession, right? Yeah. Like, we have puns, and we have pathos, and they don't interact at all in the right way. This one has a weird, like, mm-hmm. everything fits. Like, everything is good. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like- yeah, it feels of a piece. Um, the only thing that I... From an instrumentation standpoint, the only thing that I don't like is sort of that... Um, and I'm not an expert in music, but I... I would call it sort of a techno glockenspiel at the beginning, <laughs> oh. if that makes sense. See, I li- that, that kind of like Fisher Pricey sure. bleep bloop. I don't know. It's, it's just not my not yeah. my aesthetic. It's a it's just a tad twee. I feel for, for yeah. me. I feel like that's like a an a mid aughts rock thing. Like all the rock bands are putting yeah. in like a little bit of electronica, <laughs> sure. and, and I really liked that. I was into <laughs> so, it, and I am an expert in music. And yeah. as I described it in my notes, the video game self described expert as maker. <laughs> I'm sorry. Self-described expert in music. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, I thought they were they were kind of soft and meditative, and I like that they came back around later as kind of a, a unifying yeah. feature. But I could definitely understand where people would be like, mm, "This is like." Uh, yeah, I kind of wish they had gone through the whole song. <laughs> I'm the worst. That that's actually more closer to like my complaint. Like, I just feel like it's uh, it sets up a whimsical tone mm. that I don't think it necessarily cashes in on. Like. I, I am not necessarily opposed to that that vibe. Like mm-hmm. I like a lot of that. Uh, um, you know, even like the uh, bit of a toy piano feel that it has to it. I don't mm-hmm. mind. There's bands that I like, like um, Tally Hall, for example. People like that that like lean into that Hall. sound. Yeah. Um, I just feel like it feels uh, like they don't have the confidence to just do. And I feel <laughs> like this. Okay, so I want to flow this to your idea. I I feel like there there's a lot where it, they're struggling with the confidence to just do a a regular grown-up song and not like <laughs> tilt their hat at a certain point and wink like we know this is fun like and not just have the confidence to like put their feet on the ground and just like do a song so sometime. He, i think if you if you listen to their hits i think it's very easy to get that impression because i think the studio executives force their hits like their hits, their singles, like another postcard or pinch me to be a little whimsical to have that. Mm-hmm. I just made you say underwear sort of feel, but their deep cuts. I feel like there's very little winking involved. And <laughs> obviously if you're not like, you know, digging in, like we are listening to songs 50 times, I think it's, it's easy to kind of write off Barenaked ladies as like, ah, those, you know, those jokesters, those Canadian goofballs, but they're, they're really trying hard. I feel like ever since stunt, to get the fuck away from stunt, <laughs> like we were too goofy. Look at how serious we are. We're serious artists, but yeah, bank job. I felt like was kind of a return to the roots a little bit of like mm. we can smile, we can laugh. Hey, let's. The world's a hard place. Let's all, take we a breather. Our best now. <laughs> we all did our best. Now uh, we all need this. If, if you all were to make a, um, I know we're not in the post page era at this point. <laughs> We are on the cusp, right? Yes, we're, this is yeah. the, we're saying goodbye. Correct. The final um, like regular album with him. Yeah, this is their swan song. Pre this this uh pre this podcast, how would you all say you divided your time listening to Bare Naked Ladies music? If you were to make a pie chart mm. 
of pre and post page. Like how much, cause I'm looking at these, like I, I, I found myself on Spotify and started looking through like, uh, there's some of these I have not, like, I don't think I've listened <laughs> to grinning streak. That's all. Or yeah. silver ball or fake nudes. I'm pretty sure I have not listened to any of these. If, if maybe once when they came out, uh, but, but quickly moved on. Yeah, no, I, I think I'm, uh, I'm with you. Those, even as a fan, I haven't listened to much. And all that means is that we're going to have to have you back on to check out one of those later, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> sure. I, I feel like for me, um, I've become a person who, when I'm actively listening, I'm listening to podcasts. When I'm past, if mm. it's like me and my friends in the car or whatever, mm-hmm. music is on. So Brennan Ladies has taken up, I would say about 90% of my l- listening time when it comes to music which is a literal nightmare yeah, hell on it, earth it spreads too <laughs> <laughs> it's truly the first thing i think of when i wake up is a song is running through my head and it's always mm-hmm. fucking like hidden sun upside or down upside down or i feel like at the end of this y'all will be uniquely positioned to like make a bare naked lady song oh my like God. if an if it like if an ai can like take it's like one yeah. of those like we gave an ai all of oh, jesus uh, <laughs> bare naked ladies music and this is the song it came out oh with. you're exactly right machine we could, learning yeah i could markov chain a bare naked lady song out of my uh, brain right now which is disgusting I'll take the <laughs> oh. blockchain my boy fuck well let's do that that should be our next wrap-up episode is we write a bare naked lady song of you like it okay okay cool <laughs> i could sense your enthusiasm from here um did y'all do the holiday album we, is that we did that's not yet right we uh, 14 that is that's actually just past the holiday album and we didn't cover it we're covering them every christmas we're doing kind of a different holiday song um, uh, okay. but we're not doing the album proper but yeah. it's neither here nor there bank job bank job bank hey, job that banjo that's staccato plucking yeah, they keep proving me wrong because i think the first time i heard banjos i'm like oh my gosh you can't put a banjo in a song without it cutting through the mix <laughs> and then they just keep doing it over and over again it's delightful isn't it yeah. <laughs> their cash in to mutual funds we all had our ski masks sawed off shotguns but Justin, to- i hear you when you say twee like 100 <laughs> percent. we need video game bloops and banjo but i mean if it works i mean did you did you agree that it worked are you a banjo fan uh yeah i can dig a banjo sure absolutely, absolutely. yeah um, um i liked how they added and took away instruments and i think that if since the the like chorus verse chorus verse chorus is so similar all of them yeah i feel like if they hadn't done that it would have gotten sort of repetitive and boring but it didn't it didn't yes. because they kept adding and subtracting well there's a weird diegetic part i think it's diegetic right after the solo oh, where the... we we come back to the opening instrumental the blippity bloops and then the verse bit and then the banjo bit which we got in the song earlier in expanded portions mm-hmm. so i feel like and this is the part where he's recounting what happened so i feel like it's almost diegetically like him thinking about the bank job and like <laughs> going through like if that was their intent, damn, like that's real good. If not, it's still fun. Inside the police car, you tried to explain your crisis of conscience, the voice in your brain. And now that the whole thing has gone down the drain, I think we all. Like, if they were just like sort of reprising the earlier segments. There's even like sirens in some parts of it. Oh, yeah. man, that doppel effect. <laughs> that <laughs> killed me. You made it there almost sublime i'm all for compassion just not on my dime i mean that's that's kev being fun he's got that uh police siren patch on his keyboard and he's gonna get his money's worth um yeah we have we have some great stuff i i wrote that 
I was amazed this wasn't a single because I think it might be, not to tip my hand on my rating, the best Bare Naked Lady song since Stunt. Ooh. I, 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 wow. No, no, no. I don't know. I, I really love wow. this one. Okay. I don't wow. know. Maybe not. There were very few problems. Let's talk about problems. I had one specific problem mm-hmm. with this song. The right ear in the first 20 seconds, this is how specific and minute I'm getting with Uh my problems, is playing the same two piano notes over and over and over. It's like, do, 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 do. Foot to the mat. I can't understand it. We had it down pat. It's very upsetting. Could we leave it at But it's dipped so far in the mix that unless you listen to it a hundred times like we do, Mm -hmm. you will never notice it. But man, it grated on me after a while. Uh, Justin, did you have any? Do you have any quibbles with this song? Um, <laughs> I, I, okay, my, I don't love the, and okay, there are sometimes that I do love, and I, maybe I'm more on the fence about it uh, than, but midway through the song, when we break into the, I guess you refer to it as a solo, I, I it just feels more like an instrumental break because mm-hmm. nothing's really brought. Yes, if the, and this is I really love this song, so this is getting like pretty granular, like you said. But I feel like um, it, the song doesn't demand it at that point, and the song's already kind of long, which is probably where, why we didn't see it as a single. Yeah, um, you know, four thirty, mm-hmm. a Baronica Lady single at four thirty does not make a lot of sense to me. Uh, and it seems like the instru- like the song did not demand an instrumental. There is just sort of like this whirling. <laughs> um, it feels like kind of out of uh, uh, an out of control instrumental, sure. if, if that makes any sense. Like it's very like uh, 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 waves crashing, you know, of 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 an instrumental. It's like, and it's kind of a small song, yeah. In the grand scheme of things, like, and and I don't know, but that is it. It just didn't click with me as much. Um, I feel like it could be shorter too. Yeah. I feel like the ending is is actually kind of like whatever. Um, I think it could it could end stronger without it. Sure. We have that weird walk down by Kev's keyboard and it is kind of, it, it putters out a little yeah. bit, but it's fine. Leave me alone. I did read a studio story that they didn't plan for a solo in this song, but at that point, Ed's eyes went white and he began floating and the solo just came out of it. Yeah. The song is possessed by the instrumental. Um, I don't think the, wow. yeah, it, they, it sort of found it's, them. And it's still the haunted around. by the instrumental. Yeah. That's why day. he wrote, am I the only one? Nope. That didn't happen. Yeah. To this day, you can't go into a, into the studio without uh, playing this song, basically. Sure, at least the, at least the instrumental portion. Everyone keeps, who keeps trying to record in that specific studio, every band, when they break for the instrumental version of whatever song they happen to be run, it just becomes this suddenly. Exactly. Or somehow. Yes, bank job. It's uh, it's the bank job curse. It's mm-hmm. a popular creepypasta yep. right now. Um, this is actually recorded in Stephen Page's farmhouse, which is a true fact. Another true fact that I'm not making up is that they used to do, the people that owned the farmhouse before Steve conducted demonic rituals uh-huh. in that same farmhouse. Um, That's so, why he bought it. Yeah, there's a lot of lingering emotion there. Mm-hmm. Ev, what do you dislike about this song? Uh, I, not much. I don't think. I think I disliked having to listen to it fifty times. <laughs> hey, because like it's a it's a brother. F- it's a, f- a four and a half minute story song, right? Sure. So yeah. the first like ten times, I'm like, okay, this is a good song, and then it just. Uh, I think the repetitive nature of it really yeah. ground on me yeah, after yeah, yeah. the thirtieth listen. But you know, it just. It's still a good. song. I wouldn't say this is a bad song. 
let me propose oh go ahead justin sorry uh interesting thing about this this song for me is um i feel like the first time or maybe even the first few times i sort of like casually listened to it i i think i read my read on it was that it was like kind of metaphorical like mm. that like a lot of bare naked ladies songs do this where it's like sort of a, it's basically about relationships you know mm-hmm. what i mean but it's like skirting around it with some sort of belabored metaphor um i think i thought that's what this was the first <laughs> couple times actually without paying th- that close of attention like oh it's like they stole your whatever somebody broke up with you sure. and it's like they got away with it and like sure. whatever and then i like you listen to the song it's like nah this is pretty <laughs> much literally about someone robbing a bank and it not going particularly well. Yeah. Like, no, I, th- I think that's what we're getting. Either crappy boyfriend or uh, feeling like existentially <laughs> right. drained or, you know. Or could this, let me propose. Or about a spider. Could this be about American foreign policy? Uh, uh, <laughs> Every other song on every. You found that on songmeetings.com? <laughs> I actually did. Somebody was like, maybe this is about. I just really loved that somebody thought that. Um, but it could be, right? No, I definitely read that, and I was like, that makes sense, kind of. And then I started reading his explanation. He's like, yeah, the nuns, i.e. bombs. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, bud, you, you're reaching, my friend. Hey, speaking of the nuns, I love that we cut into, like, a church organ slash harmony mm-hmm. section when we talk about them. Instead, we're most wanted on the 6 o'clock news. So I don't need attitude. Cause you knew just what to do. We all did our best. And they've done sort of a they did a sort of choral thing earlier yeah. um, with the so I don't need your attitude because yeah. you knew just what to do. Yeah. Is, is they sort of stripped down the instrumentals and do so it's sort of calling back to that, sure. which I liked. Because Jesus doesn't need your attitude. Yeah. I guess my question for both of you then is, if you were a bank robber, could you rob a nun? So think of yourself right now. <sighs> Boy, you, you make a living robbing banks. That's what you do. Yeah. And you walk into this bank full of nuns. Are you are you fine just going through with the business, or are you gonna have a crisis of confidence? Oh, gee, Willikers! I'm already such a different person if I'm robbing <laughs> a bank. Things have already gone so differently for me. Sure, yeah, yeah. So, what 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 were the circumstances that led me to robbing? I need a whole backstory for my character. Of yeah, I, I need a fill. I need like a two hour prequel movie. A joke. A Todd Phillips. Give me a solo. Give me a bare naked lady story in a world. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I, um, okay, so let me let me rephrase the question. <laughs> sure. Let's just say you are let's uh, this hypothetical version of you is on a crew, a bank robbing crew. Okay, who would your ideal okay. person? Who would you like to be on the crew? Would you want to be the muscle? Would you want to be the face, the driver, the That's hacker? That's a drastically different the burglar. Question. The ma- I know you guys didn't seem <laughs> yeah. to like the first I one. You I were going to just like de- tone it down, like. If I was, and how many nuns would you kill? About is the to... end of my question is when you have the sawed-off shotgun to the nun's face, how many times would you shoot her? Sure, absolutely. If I was about to get, this is. Go ahead. I, I want to make. I want to ask a question about this, but I want to engage with this this issue of who I would be. On oh the sure, team. let's. In... Yeah. Um. I guess I would probably. I mean, like, if I had the answer, I feel like I would be probably the tech mm. guy, but he, I, but not like. Because I was that great at it, I was just like the only person they knew that knew how to like set up a router. You know what I mean? So I'm like outside the bank, like, what do you want me to do? Like, I tried to log in. The password isn't password. I don't know what you want from me. They're going to arrest you. You know how to do pivot tables, right? You're our tech guy. <laughs> yeah, they just need like basic help in Adobe Animate. That's why they called on yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. Yeah, that's a good question. See, in every video game, I play the strong, slow one. So I want to say I'd be the muscle. 
but I'm not strong in reality. I, I'm just saying so, this is your ideal version of yourself. This oh, then be, I'm then I'm the fucking the muscle? I'm the dumb guy who like breaks in and and dies within the first ten what's minutes. What's your of this movie. Uh, What's your name? Oh boy. <laughs> I believe my name is Chip Chop McElroy. <laughs> to call wow. it back, I don't know. Life hey, ride. Um, was I toot toot? I believe you were toot toot. So I guess I'm the getaway driver and I drive a train. <laughs> okay, very good. Holy shit. Well, that's just a train heist movie. I thought we just invented a new genre of like <laughs> heist movies with trains. What? We invented a train heist movie wherein you. It's like heisting. It's like a heist movie where. Oh, that's already. Never mind. Fast and Furious, like Fuck. four, right? Where they like just steal the entire bank. There's only. A famous person said there are only three types of movies. There's train versus bank. There's man versus train. There's man versus food. That's it. That's all we got. Um, so, okay. I want to I want to posit sure, okay. this to you all. Um, unless you have better and more interesting things. Never like nothing. To ask, I don't. <laughs> okay. Um, I want to break down. I want to try to figure out exactly. I want to do. I want to dig too deep on the sure. lyrics of this song. Not to examine the metaphor, but to try to lay out the actual events that happen sure, from your sure. perspective. So, like, obviously, the songwriter is mm-hmm. a driver. The other, the person they're talking to is the is the boss, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and then when they go in to rob the bank, they discover that there are nuns right. there in the mm-hmm. bank, right? So, here's what's confusing to me: is how did the presence of was their plan to go in and murder everyone? <laughs> And then when they saw they were nuns, they couldn't murder everyone and so ran away with nothing and are caught. Or, like, I just don't understand why the presence of nuns meant that they got that where they, why the heist didn't go well. Like, obviously, are you robbing the bank? Are you robbing the people? Why are you robbing a cat? It's like, why are you robbing a cashless society (laughs) anyway? This is all wild. But, like, if you presuppose that for a second, like, what what how did the nuns mess things up i guess and i think this also and i'd like to get to that but also why the fuck were a group of nuns was it like a nun field trip i feel like yeah i mean like Like, nuns nuns don't i I don't know i don't i've never seen more than like two or three nuns at any given time except for i'm like literally a bank at a nunnery nuns yeah and i think oh yeah yeah that's that's (laughs) even no matter what if you're like god there's a lot of nuns here wow wow this is so let me posit this um Catholic boy, uh-huh. the, ma- the mastermind's a, ca- a good Catholic boy falling on hard times. Sure, sure. Uh, flashing back okay. to like it's like when you get a um, when you get two dogs and one of them's a small, the, the older dog is smaller, <laughs> and you get the big dog as a puppy, and sure. the older dog just like the 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 big dog grows up to be a big dog, but the little dog can still kind of boss it around. Okay, so he's he's flashing back to Catholic school where he gets lined up against the wall, has all to hold books and stuff, smack with the ruler, stuff sure. like that. So that all comes back, and then it just like cuts to him, and he has this whole like psychotic break where he just like sees himself burning in hell for eternity. Yeah, for robbing a bank full of nuns. Yeah, I think. Oh, do you think it's the hmm. nun bank? Do you think the nun, the bank, oh, the first bank of Jesus Christ? Yeah, yeah like they're robbing a bank in the Vatican. Or sure, <laughs> they went to Vatican City they're robbing to them. Rob- like, sir, the only thing we have a store here is prayers. <laughs> I don't understand. Hopes and dreams? Like, we money can give here. you those. We but... need uh, 42 bags of undistinguished souls. <laughs> sure. Oh, maybe they were looking for tithings. Oh, yeah. They, uh, too poor to buy them, but you got to get out of hell somehow. Yeah, that sweet pre-Protestant uh, <laughs> can indulgence we, Can money. we also suppose that this bank job takes place in the 1500s? Yeah. <laughs> is that a, the driver is just the on a, a carriage with a couple horses? Yeah. Sounds like a, hand, a good handsome cab could take you pretty far in London. Come out with barrels of tithings. <laughs> That's right. Good tithings for Christmas and a happy new year. 
Um, yeah, so uh, I guess that's the closest we can get to. Wait, why. wait. Do you think the song is good tithings for Christmas? <laughs> is that what you think? Um, no. Okay. Definitely not. All right, so what do you think? Do you think they killed nuns <laughs> is what I'm trying to ask you guys. I'm just trying to ask you guys if you think they killed some nuns and now like sure. feel bad about I, it. I think... Was the plan to kill everyone in there, and they saw their nuns? They couldn't kill everybody. I don't understand. I wanted to answer if they were going to kill everybody, and if so, did they kill some nuns and then just <laughs> bail on maybe, it? Maybe he did it halfway, like killed six out of the ten. It was just like, it's well, too think, many nuns. Yeah. I think that they, it says that... They left one nun alive. That's the one Tell that, the story. like... Go back and warn the other nuns. Yeah, I think it went in south, and they started shooting, and, like, zebras, the nuns had them all confused, so they didn't know where to shoot, so they sure. shot a couple nuns. I feel like that's just something you do. Oh, shit. Okay. They pa- they panicked. That song... This song, you don't understand, though. If we do suppose that they shot some nuns, this song is fucking <laughs> wild. It is a wild, popular song. It is a wild song to be like, anyway, so we've all yeah. made some mistakes in Ontario. Anyway. <laughs> Way. we killed a bunch of nuns I, I do love if we are supposing he killed nuns that he describes it as we all have taboos some of us like to kill nuns some of us don't it's just the thing some of us, some are of us won't kill nuns yeah under any circumstance <laughs> um yeah boy that's a great question and i do love the twist in the third verse where you know uh we we suspect that you know this guy is kind of throwing his friend under the bus or what are you talking about his, his friend, friend confessed obviously fucked up i think his friend is like the wild card and he's the one who shot the nun. Oh, shit. And the other guy's like, what are you doing, man? He's like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. That's a possibility. Oh, wait. Okay. It would make sense if he, it would highlight if, if, if the driver, our narrator shot mm-hmm. some people, <laughs> the, you look like an amateur and that's the real crime line would like, Fuck. Uh, I this think that rings hard true, as hell. right? Yeah. Cause it's like, yeah, he's like extremely yeah. hard. For an Ed Robertson character, most certainly. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. He would kill anyone in a heartbeat if you got in the way of okay. his. So here's my thought. Sure. You know how I, I said there were good, good Catholic boy walks into the thing, flashes back, but what causes him to flash back is one of the nuns turns and he sees none other than Sister Mary Joseph. Oh, The one who specifically exact. like pulled down his pants in front of the class and whapped him with a ruler a bunch. And he's like, I have a shotgun. I have a Ronald Reagan mask. It's time for some <laughs> fucking comeuppance. Yeah. yeah. So he just, he's the wild card, right? So he just shoots her in the face and then everything, you know, mistakes are made. Sure. Is this episode going to send us to hell? Can we talk about shooting nuns? Maybe they didn't plan to shoot the nuns. But the nuns were performing nonsense, <laughs> and then and they were just so annoyed by nonsense. No, it was it. Yes, they were so annoyed by the presence of nonsense in a place where they did not expect. It. No, it's worse. They're doing. Um, let's say they're doing Mashuga nuns, the fourth one. <laughs> How many nun musicals can you name? Just give me off the top of your head. Are you uh, Nuncrackers, Mashuga nuns? <laughs> Uh, Nunset Boulevard, <laughs> Sister Fuck. Amnesia's Country Western Nonsense Jamboree, there uh, Nonsense to the Second Coming Nonsense. It's yeah. habit forming. That's what people say. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Nuns is wild. Meshuggah Nuns is about they're on uh, a cruise, a Faithful Nations cruise, and the cast of Fiddler on the Roof gets seasick, and they have to put mm-hmm. on a show on this cruise and there's all kinds of uh, that's why it's called Mashuga nuns i guess because it's more of a jewish influence on that one but um it's wild how many of those there are there's like what? six it's wild you are it's a whole, it's a whole subgenre sake i can't believe you've never watched I, any of them no and i'm i'm looking at the wikipedia now yeah. and i'm blown the fuck away i mean there's sister act the musical we didn't even touch that 
Holy shit, I forgot. Non-canonical to the nonsense of verse, but yes. Yes, I know, I understand. Yeah, nuts having fun. You know, it's not really... Fuck. Okay. Well, um, yeah. So, so they were doing a musical in the bank. Yeah. I think that's the most likely explanation. That's the one that checks out the most. Yeah. Isn't that the, the new Aziz and Ansari show, Master of None? Isn't that what that's about, too? <laughs> Shut the, the fuck up, Evan. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Anyway, I got to go, guys. Bye. See you. Uh, please don't <laughs> hang up again. <laughs> it traumatized me. Um, cool. Uh, I think that's all I have to say about this goddamn song. Anybody else have any None last over bits? The cuckoo's nest. Hey, Ev, this yeah. is your last. I can't hang up on you, but I will kick you okay. out. Last question. Do you think that this song is a continuation of the falling for the first time video? What? Was that the painting heist one? Yes. It sure was, wasn't it? Yeah. So I think mm. this is the same crew. Sure. Could be. It seems like they're playing and falling for the first time where they recorded a video of themselves on a TV that they mm-hmm. then put in a dumpster was a lot both dumber and more thought out than their plan this time, which was just to go to a bank. Yeah, maybe it was too complex last time. Like, you know what? Let's just go to a fucking bank with some shotguns and masks, man. Let's just rob it. This really opens up the Bernankeverse for us. Yeah. This And, and we are still supposing that this the is naked the verse. Fall, yeah. or, uh, when I fall narrator. Man, how does that work in the naked verse, though, when like you put out an all-points bulletin for somebody, but like... They all... Yeah, seven, like 70, sure. 70% of the people in the naked verse are the bare naked ladies. Sure. Oh, fuck. That's a good question. Did you have, how early on in the history of this podcast did you realize that these songs were not designed to hold up to the level of scrutiny <laughs> you're offering them? It's like maybe a third of the way through Gordon. I'd yeah. I, I'm feeling like guilty. Not guilty. That's not the right word. But like you start taking apart a pop song and it's like, wait a minute. Some of this stuff doesn't really make that much sense. And sure. I feel like if if uh, uh, Ed and Steve, as they insist, I call them every Christmas, were here and they would kind of be a little bit embarrassed. Like, well, you're not supposed to think that much about it. You're just supposed <laughs> to kind of like listen to it or don't and then move on with your life. I wonder if every band who has a podcast based on them has that sort of like, I don't know. Well, to be fair, um, the other fuck. Here's what's even worse. There are two Bare Naked Ladies podcasts. The other Bare Naked Ladies podcast has had Stephen Page and Andy Cregan on it. Mm-hmm. So clearly they must have some reverence for people fucking holding the jeweler's loop up to their music, yeah, right? Certainly <laughs> not us, though. No, not us. Yes. <laughs> the other one is way more reverent. I think we would have alienated them in <laughs> episode one. <laughs> yeah, probably. I say, yeah, I, but I also think that that's a, uh, something about a band that, like, I mean, Bare Naked Ladies has released a lot of music. I mean, they've sure. re- mm-hmm. written a lot. They, I mean, I think that they're probably... I I would guess that you think of it uh, a little more work workmanlike at that point, right? They're yeah. not, you know, we some of the songs you probably hold it very close to you. Some of them you don't, you know. Some of you realize, hey, we just needed to fill up the CD, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I would I would agree with that. And so you would you would hope that, but still, I wouldn't want somebody inspecting my filler, like the shit that I put out there, just to kind of like track fourteen of fifteen. So, I certainly yeah. have seen a lot of like Tumblr posts about specifically like the Adventure Zone uh, that kind of make it sound like we're playing four D chess. You know, like the, <laughs> you can, wait a minute, this if you connect this to this, it actually is like makes perfect sense with this other reference. Like, uh huh, yeah, I'll find that of course, yeah, that's absolutely as designed. Sure. That's like the best and worst thing about humanity is how good we are at finding patterns. Patterns. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What is it? Periodelia? Is that what it is? Uh, Seeing, you know, Jesus in toast or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, We're just really good at finding information that supports our beliefs. But we do have it on record that Jane from Adventure Zone Amnesty was named after Jane from the Bare Naked Ladies song. And that's all we need to talk about at the moment. Um, 
other versions of the song real quick. Um, there is a live version. Uh, Kev's opening on a traditional piano sounds just as cool. Uh, they, he does like a trilling sometimes of the piano, like an Old West saloon. That mm-hmm. sounds fucking great. Um, and then there's a bathroom session. Of course there is. It's regular. It's sweet. The thing I was overjoyed by, shout out to Cranton, one of our listeners, who I found left a comment on that bathroom sessions video three years ago <laughs> asking for tabs. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Uh, let's... Oh, but there is, of course, one more thing that we have to talk about before we get to our reviews, and that, Evan, is how this song is a romantic comedy. Well, I think you would be tempted to give this to say this song was written about the eponymous The Bank Job, 2008. Is there is it a romantic comedy? No, it's like a Jason Statham movie, isn't it? It is, starring okay. Terry Leather. Jason Statham <laughs> as Terry Leather. Ah, it's so good. It's a gritty... Uh, heist oh, movie a first where pass name if I've ever heard yeah, one. where uh, he they rob they rob a bank to get to a safety deposit box and then uh, actually no they rob a bank and are tricked by MI5 into getting a safety deposit box but actually the bank is full of all sorts of so it's a heist gone wrong the bank okay. is full of all sorts of underworld got underworld uh, jibber jab so all the underworld figures kill most of them and then Terry Leather gets away okay Donnie Brick knuckles Terry Leather <laughs> yeah like what the fuck? How could you have possibly made that work? So it's beef, not about beef that. slab hard. No, this, they they based that movie on this song. Oh sure, sure. <laughs> but this song, of course, is based off of 2001's Bandits, Ooh. starring Bruce Willis, Billy Bob Thornton, and Kate Blanchett. Well, the prequel to Time Bandits. Uh, Time Bandits was like an 80s movie. Yeah, that's why this is a prequel. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Did you forget what a prequel is as opposed to like the first movie in a series? No. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Didn't mean to. And they're all playing little people. Are they really? No, they're not because it's not a prequel to Time Bandits. Oh, sure, got you. <laughs> most of those people, most of those uh, people in Time Bandits actually committed suicide. Really? So, yeah, a lot of them. Hot damn. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah, for sure. Do you remember Dorf? He was not a little person. No, he wasn't. He was the dude who wears shoes. Yeah. I mean, that would never ever. Yeah, yeah, play yeah. Today. It shouldn't. That's it shouldn't play even back then. I think bizarre world. I remember it from like getting up early on like Saturday mornings and before the, the cartoons the mer- would start. Commercials. Yeah, it was like yes. these stupid dwarf commercials. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, but uh, Bruce Willis and Billy Bob Thornton escape from prison uh, because they have had a robbery gone bad or whatever. But they escape from prison and begin a robbing spree with a very particular modus mm-hmm. operandi. They are the sleepover bandits. Oh, huh. Their plan, and uh, see if you can follow me on this, is they uh, find the bank manager, then they do a home invasion, and spend the night with the bank manager's family. Then, the following day, they Why? go to said bank with the manager, who just gets the money for them. Why? Well, so they become his friend? I think they- uh, Or they take him hostage. hostage. Yeah, hostage. But they have to sleep over. And you, I like that you just assumed the bank manager was a man. Nice, nice saker. Not that I assume that they become his friends. That's not no, the part no. you're going to concentrate <laughs> no, on. It's... No, they, uh, it's like a hostage situation sort okay. of thing. But uh, so Kate Blanchett uh, plays, um, oh, they've also got a getaway driver who is a, you know, the narrator of this song, uh, getaway driver who is a stuntman who is a little bit slow on the uptake. Is he played he's, by? He's, played by he's not played by anybody of note that I know <laughs> oh, of. Oh, he's played by nobody, which is very yes. weird. It's a void <laughs> it's in the a, film. It's an emptiness. Yeah, uh, just like Ed Robertson. <laughs> but um, so Kate Blanchett is like a uh, is a baby seat style like uh, housewife who's sick of her husband and all sure. of her life, and so she runs away and ends up with these bandits. Okay, and then it starts a they, there's a love triangle uh, where she originally falls for like Billy Bob Thornton's character, but then isn't sleeping with Bruce Willis's character, oh which I don't. <laughs> I've always referred that they always people refer to that as a love triangle, but I don't think it's a love triangle unless You've all three parties before. sleep together. Yeah, That's yeah, such yeah. it's like a love V. 
Sure. Lovey. Lovey. Yeah. So I don't like that. Um, but she ends up with both dudes, um, and they fight over her. At the same time? That would be a triangle. Well, that's the end of the movie. Hell yeah. They, uh, they, so they end up both, uh, they fight over her, and then she runs away, and uh, there's another, they decide to do one last heist, and they go on the heist, and then they are um, caught by the police because Kate Blanchett calls the cops on them, but, uh, and then they yell and they blame each other and they shoot each other to death. Cool. But it's all a trick because there's like six more layers of intricacy in this heist. Okay. So I'm not going to go into them. Okay. But it ends up with uh, Kate Blanchett actually being in on the con. And um, so this, I, my, my thing is, this is, is I think this whole uh, bank job song is actually just them trying to pull another level over on us. Mm. So they're trying to put up this, uh, they're trying to put the mastermind to take the fall for all of them. Sure. Just like in the bank job sure. where um, the getaway driver wears a fireproof suit and uh, comes in as a medic and to, they actually didn't shoot each other and says that these people are dead and puts them and the money into body bags and then <laughs> drives away in the ambulance. But instead of just driving away, he makes the ambulance explode and then he's wearing a fireproof suit and so he looks like he explodes too. So it looks like there's I thought a, you weren't going to go into it. So it looks like there's a. <laughs> so it looks like there's dead it. bodies, but they're not really dead bodies, so nobody looks for them. And then they end up on a beach yep, in uh, like Puerto Vallarta, and Kate uh, Blanchett is kissing you, both Bruce Willis it. and Billy yeah. Bob Thornton, and they're getting, and the getaway driver is marrying some other woman. But I think I feel like that the bandits is doesn't make any sense because it's a comedy, so it doesn't need to make any sense. Sure. Like if you inject comedy into any genre, you can be like, it gives you like an automatic pass on sure. like in, plot. Sure. So, um, I think Bandits is just a Kate Blanchett's fever dream as she like sits there and washes dishes like for her while her baby's screaming in the background. She's like, what if I got away and there were these two Bandits <laughs> called Sleepover Bandits and whatnot like that. And I could kiss them. And I could, <laughs> I could kiss them both. <laughs> sure. Two men fighting. So this is just another layer of to fictionalize this so that yes. people don't take it. Okay, sure. Yeah, so I think that, I think that um, the bank job for me is always going to be I'm always, so it's going to leave me wondering right mm-hmm. right these guys are getting away they're getting away with money presumably some nuns are dead may or may not be dead mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and the guy who shot them's going to jail mm-hmm. so interesting and we're in the lady verse so they all look the same so Fuck. how are you going to tell which ed robertson is the murderer what do women look like in the lady verse i think they look like women but which bare good lady do they do they, they don't look, look like, like any bare naked ladies i think the, the lady verse is like you know, it's like 51, 50 here. And it's like in the lady versus like 80% men because the ladies are most people. Sure. And then like the 20% remaining is... Oh, there are normal men as yeah, well. In the yeah, there, we've seen normal men in, in late, the lady verse. Oh, sure. Harlan Williams is a normal yeah, Harlan's yeah, yeah. A, there And there are some there are some men in uh, um, Too Little Too Late. Sure. Okay. And ladies too. Fair so enough. I feel like the lady verse is a solid 20% women. Sure, 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 sure. Okay, got you. Um, Ev. A perfect they just group. all look like uh, Ed, Ed's wife and uh, Steve's, Steve's wife and, and sure. Jim's and wife. Yeah, they their children. If they have just female or male children. Sure. Yeah. I agree. I will say that Steve's children definitely look like Steve's children. A weird thing to say. I saw them at the um, Juno Awards when I was giving the award. <laughs> do you know I did too? Uh, I don't want none of that. <laughs> All right, so uh, we rate songs on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed. The more clothes a song is wearing, the worse it is. The lesser clothes a song is wearing, the better. So, Ev, as usual, we'll start with you. Give our guests some time to think. On a scale of bare naked to fully clothed, where does Bank Job fall? Open. Still shot. <laughs> Trump National Bank. Oh, Jesus. A f- morbidly obese businessman walks out, checks his watch, gets into a taxi, and goes off. You see a, a delivery man, a delivery man pull up a man carrying a long uh, package. Looks like uh, flowers or something for the bank manager. 
Wonderful. She accepts it. Oh, beautiful flower. She puts it in her office. Close up. It's tiny pinhole uh, uh, microphone and uh, camera in there. Watches every move. Sees her enter the codes. That sort of thing. And then you uh, pull, pull back. You see someone scaling down the wall. He's checking his watch. He sees he sees the video camera there. He sees the codes. He cuts the little hole in the glass. He mm. gets inside, crawls in, goes down the, the chute. Uh, <laughs> there's a chute in there, a laundry chute. Yeah, there? there's always those like uh, those air ducts. Sure, sure, sure. Where in duct. real life, they're all like filthy and covered <laughs> in like pointy like metal bits. And a foot wide. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, so he's crawling through the air ducts. Um, he sees the... Uh, the, there's uh, those lasers that go across. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes, he goes, oh, I, I, don't, I don't think I'm going to make it, guys. And then he hears, you hear, uh, oh, you got to do it, man. And he, so he's like, okay, uh, I think I can squeeze through, but I got I to gotta unbutton my uh, work shirt, take it off. So he's sitting there, he's in his, uh, he's in his undershirt, and he kind of squeezes through. Okay, good. He pulls his bag through. Um, gets down and there's the room you see down the safety deposit box there and uh, there's the whole room and he's going for the one safety deposit box. So he like puts on, he pulls out the harness and he goes, ah, oh, man, Kev. This harness is two sizes too small. I said, well, I don't know what to do, man. Just take off your pants. <laughs> okay, okay, fine, fine. He takes off his pants, uh, puts the you know, puts the harness on, zips down. He's sitting there in Amazing his... Amazing that he knew it was two sizes too small exactly. Sorry, continue, but man. Hey, he's a fashionista. <laughs> sure, absolutely. That's what he's going to spend all the money on. Sure, sure, sure. So he zips down. Uh, there's, a, there's that um, pedestal. There's a single box on it. So he uh, does that Indiana Jones thing where he pulls the, the uh, uh-huh. box off and puts the thing down. Bag of sand. Bag of sand. And they say, oh, oh, oh. It starts to like it starts to like go up, like uh-huh. a, the opposite of Indiana Jones, where it sinks and it goes up because it's too much weight. So, uh, I don't know, man. Just put a shoe on it or something. So he pulls off one shoe, sure. pulls off one sock, pulls off the other shoe, and finally it levels. And he's like, oh, oh, single drop of sweat falls on top, too heavy, goes down. He's got to run. He's running. He gets his foot caught on the thing. Oh no! He pulls his other sock off. <laughs> he's just crawling through, just in tidy whities in, in a safety deposit box, and uh, he uh, gets out of the bank. And there's a delivery truck waiting for him. Goes into the top of the truck, falls down inside. He goes, "I got it, guys. I think so. I think I got it." Opens up the thing. It says, "I owe you one review, Saker." Whoa! Holy shit! I stole your review, you piece of shit. <laughs> you stole my review. This is a man in underwear. <laughs> That's God damn it! Uh, all right, well doing modifications in my head right now see the thing is i always make you go first so that i can think and you've stolen my damn review here's my review it's the dead of winter smash cut to <laughs> my house i like the reviews are becoming more cinematic sure. every time uh it's the morning uh, i'm getting up i'm getting dressed i put on an undershirt and a big sweater um it's the weekend but i do have an errand to run uh, i have to go deposit a check i can't do it by mobile because the check is too greasy so um i <laughs> because listen bud that's, i need a little bit of backstory that's for on me that. not for you that's for uh greasy a better story is it like is it like uh the grease that turns it clear or is it like some sort of crud no it's crud it's like marinara grease you got me <laughs> that's right okay. um so I know my boy i put on my big heavy jacket i put on all that stuff and i put the check in my slimy pocket uh and why i is drive- your po- okay wait wait <laughs> why is your pocket slimy it was filled with marinara okay i drive on down to the bank um so i'm at the bank uh, I walk in and all of a sudden I hear people like s- laughing and like looking at me and pointing and I go, what the fuck? And I look down and I realize that I don't, I don't actually have any clothes on. I'm in my underwear. 
And I'm like, oh, uh, I, I swear I put some clothes on this morning, guys. Uh, uh, and then I try to leave, but the door is locked. It's okay, Sicker. We'll take your word for it. <laughs> and then the laughs turn into screams because I realize I look down again and I have a shotgun in my hand. And I, I like try to whip my hand around to get the shotgun off, but it's glued to my hand. And in doing so, I, I'm taking shots at the ground. <laughs> and so now people are screaming and they're getting on the ground, their hands above their head. And I say, no, 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 uh, this, this has to be a dream. This has to be a dream. I'm sorry. Um, and I try to wake myself up. But then I see police sirens, the lights in the distance, and they come up, they kick the doors open, and they shoot me to death. So not only am I naked down to my shorts, my, my boxers, but I also have holes in my body representing nakedness I'm even sorry. more. You can see the inside of me. Um, I feel like I really like this song. It's a good one. But not enough to rate it fully naked. Just, no. <laughs> just to have yourself pumped full <laughs> dead, yeah. yeah. Uh, Justin, what do we got? No, yeah, I'm still recording it. Oh, perfect. Good. No, yeah. <laughs> that would have been terrifying. Still, it's still going. Oh. No, they're just, they said they were going to do like one hour of clothing or something. And then they told like seven to 10 minute long stories. I know. I th they said we were going to do this, this after Justin was off. And I thought they meant that. Certainly they meant that, right? They didn't even mean to keep me on to listen to their fan fiction. No, I don't know. They may still be going. Let me put my headphones back on. Uh, and Justin. Uh yeah, so I'm going to give this one. <laughs> Two gloves to hide the fingerprints. Oh, 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 shit. Yeah, but like, where did he get the gloves? Like, were they given to him by his grandmother? Are they fingerless? Leather? Fine. I need a Todd Phillips directed <laughs> movie about the glove. Uh, Justin, thank you so yes, much, as you. always, for being on. Um, what do you have going on? What's What do you have to promote, to plug? Uh, let's see. We're doing a couple shows uh, in Cincinnati. Uh, my my our podcasts uh the adventure zone and uh my brother my brother and me had to think of the name of the podcast i did <laughs> unfortunate uh we're doing um um my brother my brother and me on february 19th february 20th is the adventure zone you don't have to know anything about either of those podcasts to see them you just need to love to laugh mm. if you go to bit.ly forward slash become the monster that was our tour last year uh our tour last this this next year is uh 20 funny fill your life with laughter and love, love that. is the, is the name of this tour uh february 19th february 20th the taft theater in cincinnati we're gonna be playing there so i hope you come see us um, those shows have to be close to selling out i would imagine get on i it. don't know i haven't checked in All i'm right. ho here's hoping yeah 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 uh, but those that that's what i'll plug and you know listen to those podcasts and 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 the other stuff i do you can find it all at mcelroy.family cool. uh, and it's all there waiting for you perfect all right i will be at that february 20th adventure zone show and i will make prolonged eye contact but and give you a nod the, but not the 19th huh listen gosh interesting some of us have jobs cool. that aren't as okay. easy as yeah. being okay. a podcaster <laughs> okay we're about wrapping anyway that's been this show uh, one of uh, one of them Saker, and there's another one, and that's the end. <laughs> that's... Make sure to like and subscribe on podcasts. Uh, you said you were gonna play us out with another song, right? Is that correct? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh -huh. Here it goes. For a day, off to see the lizard. Off to see the lizard. Deja, deja, Justin McElroy, <laughs> thank you so much. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you.
Hey, Evan. What do you think happens when you die? Nothing. You just, that's it? You put in the ground. Well, I mean, your body does. Like, what happens to your spirit? What's that? I think it shrinks down. To? Be really small. Now, that's funny coming from you, because as far as I understood, Dickens's grew to an infinite size the longer they lived. Our bodies do. But your spirits say the same size. Yeah. Spirits, you say how, we're not human, our spirits are, are, are microscopic just like everybody else's. How can you quantify the size of a spirit? Because it... How do I quantify it? Yeah, I mean, it's not you quantum. Weight, you not... quantumify it. <laughs> it's, that truly made me roll my eyes. <laughs> Wait, I mean, because it's not. There's no weight to it, right? Twenty-one grams. Is that... No, that's that's all made up. That's bullshit. <laughs> okay, there's no like. It's like the, the the gas escaping your body. In my in my thought, your spirit is as tall as you are. So if I die, my soul is six zero. Well. 190 pounds. You continue. It's like uh, in the Matrix. Like you still have like self-image, so you think you're six foot feet tall, but everybody else. It's like what's that Matt Damon movie, The Tiny Town? <laughs> Matt Damon, Christmas Wig. You got it. <laughs> are they Matt, like, Matt Damon's Tiny Town? They like, are they shrink them? Are they shrink them down? Yeah. Oh, uh, Tiny Town. <laughs> I want to say multiplicity tink, so tinkle bad. Tinkletown. Tinkletown. So Downsizing. Like, yeah. <sighs> you did it. You did it. You did, did it. You didn't have to look it up and splice it back in like you didn't remember. Saker actually remembered. Fifty minutes have passed. Yeah, so it's like <laughs> it's like I imagine heaven's like that. Like heaven's all of heaven is like eight by eight, and uh, like everyone is like microscopic who lives in it. That's why we still haven't found it. It's up in the sky. So there's, it's just like it's really tiny. There's no difference because we're all small. Yeah. So there's no difference between normal place and heaven place. Well, I mean, proportionally, heaven's, heaven's tiny. Same. Yeah. Okay, and, and heaven is mostly dinosaurs for that reason. Like, uh, well, dinosaurs were all bad. They all went to hell. No. Oh my God, they hurt each other. God was a dinosaur god long before he was a human god. It never occurred. To, he was an amoeba god. Yeah. Whoa. Why do you think everybody gets sick so much? Because like bacteria still worship him, and they're real religious. Dude, I've been following this weird ass Twitter account oh. called Idiot God. I like that we. I didn't. I was. This wasn't a lead in for me. <laughs> I just. I just am able to reuse my Idiot God tweets but now. Dude, it's so fucking funny. Like, if you like to like fucking drink and smoke, like, this is the Twitter account <laughs> for you, bro. I'm gonna like shut like, it down. Because <laughs> like you'll like your brain will be open. And you'll be like, whoa, what if I didn't have three noses? Open and groping. What if, <laughs> yeah, that's what I... Every time Idiot God tweets, I tweet back, at Idiot God, open and grope. <laughs> I, I wish you would. <laughs> Starting tomorrow, my open friend. Open and groping. From well, me. I'll never tweet again. <laughs> I'm me. shutting down the account now. No, don't you have like 10,000 followers at this point? I have like 116. <laughs> you have less than the because I don't wanna, Yeah, Because I don't want to like... I don't like doing Twitter. I found out. And the way you get followers is like adding people and oh, like that's follow Friday follow, shit. Yeah, and stuff like that and hashtagging stuff. And like it all seems. And the thing is, I did it for fun and I don't care. It is very funny. I laugh at them a lot. My partner loves your account. Well, she thinks it's very. She's funny. the only one of you who likes any of my <laughs> tweets, so I, I couldn't. I couldn't o tell. Open and grow, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um. But yeah, I don't. I found that I don't like Twitter as much as I like, I don't know, Facebook, where everyone I know is, my, my audience is curated. Sure. And I feel really bad that I like Facebook as much as I do, because Facebook is truly the old person's network at this point. Yeah. Like, What's well, good for, like, seeing what your high school friends are doing. Yeah. Seeing what you're, and, and I mean, so Twitter is also the old person's network. It is. I mean, right? we should be on Instagram and uh, Snapchat. I mean, I'm on Snapchat, but I don't produce content. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We need to be we need to be more hip. <laughs> you and I. We need to get on Grinder. 
Hell yes! Let's make a dual grinder account for both of us that we share. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I always feel like I always feel like I'm gonna get on like, oh yeah, like I'll start an Instagram account, I'll start a Twitter account. This is like, I think this is the trap that like old people fall into. Yeah. As I'm starting to get there, I'm like, you know, I'll just wait for the next one. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what I think, like, like I'm on Discord and I'm like, oh, so I have to figure out like a new yeah. like. I know what everything does. Sure. I just have to like figure out. It's like a new, when, when Microsoft drops a new like Windows. Yeah. It's like everything's still there. It it's just, just in a it. slightly different way. <laughs> yeah. You have to like, there's like that irritating period where you have to like rediscover how to access yeah. the computer file and, and it, shit. It truly is. I mean, ugh, old people, but it's cyclical because Discord is, I don't know if you ever used MIRC when you were a kid. Nope. Internet relay chat. Yeah. Oh my God. It's exactly channels and just username. Like fucking it's, it's a chat room, mm -hmm. which is wild to me that chat rooms came back into fashion, <laughs> like AOL-ass chat rooms. Yeah. So, I don't know. Speaking of America Online... Speaking of you don't know. <laughs> speaking of not knowing anything, here's a band I know very little about. It's a band called... Sugar We're Going Down Podcasting. What band is that? Fallout Boy, I forgot. <laughs> Sugar for Going Down Podcasting is a podcast covering the expensive and expansive discography of Fallout Boy. One random track each week. It's Joe. It's Caitlin. They are talking about everything Fallout Boy. Um, the latest episode, The Kids Aren't Alright, um, is about the song. The Kids. I don't know where I thought I was going to go with that, but I certainly didn't go anywhere with it. Um, they always talk about the songs. It's much like our podcast, except I believe it's about half an hour. Their episodes are 34 minutes long. Wow. Uh-oh. What a beautiful... Imagine, like, coming here and, like, just pounding out, like, six eps. Like, once... In two once, episodes time. Once a month. Oh, boy. We'd have such a backlog. We'd have such a thing. But Saker, they need to be over an hour. I like... Or Saker gets the jigglies. <laughs> I like hanging out with you. Your bones turn to jelly. Okay, they talk about the song. Boom, done, bam, put a stamp on it. We talk about our lives. Now, that's not to say you shouldn't listen to this podcast, <laughs> because this is, in fact, a commercial for this podcast. But this is a hangout podcast. But if you're going to listen to one... You better listen to theirs, <laughs> because ours is garbage-ass yeah, bullshit. Yeah, probably, probably the worst. Um, anyway, go listen to Sugar We're Going Down podcasting, only on the Orange Groves Podcast Network. Support us. Join the Discord. It's all in the show notes. Come and, come and visit us. Yeah, come and visit. Evan and I have a, uh, a, a Patreon-only show. If you are on the Orange Groves oh, yeah. uh, Patreon, then you'll get it. You get snacks. You get little snacks. Two snacks, two and snacks. Two snacks, two and snacks. Yeah. Two um, snacks, two into snacks. <laughs> well, I, got, I do love a good snack, though. Me too. We're back with It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Now's the time of the show when we spin this big old wheel. What the fuck have we ever gotten this one? Peterborough and the Coars. <laughs> I don't even. I, is this a joke? <laughs> you and the narrator of this song are going on vacation. Where do you go and what do you do? This is a good one. This I is like this one. one. Okay. It's just so unfamiliar I, to me. I knew me. that I came up with it. I just forgot <laughs> that it was. Okay. So the, well, this is great because they yeah. got money. Well, no, they don't, they don't have, have any money. money. Yeah, Fuck. They're, they're, they're just on, on the land. Well, yeah. So we're. They're like. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, bud, hey, bud. Can you, can you get me the fuck out of the state? <laughs> well, they just, they don't want to be like overt about it. They're like, hey, I, 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 oh my God, did you see the news tonight? <laughs> no, man, no. Well, uh, good, 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 good. Uh, you know how we always talked about going to... Actually, uh, there was a great news report about how cheap condos are in Florida right now. That's why I'm asking <laughs> you about the Florida? news. going to Florida? So, I don't know. Like, where... Florida's a community full of old people. Yeah. Old people are less likely to call 
Nope. Just kidding. <laughs> Opposite of that. So let's go someplace where only young people are. Let's go to Austin, Texas. Austin. I try to think of like a stay weird place, like a Portland, where oh. they'd be like, "Oh, bank robbers. That's cool. No. That's hip." <laughs> I think it would be like like uh, someplace down in Mexico. Oh, that's where everyone wants to go when they like make it rich, like Mexico. I don't. Like, do they? Yeah, I like feel like the that's Shawshank like, Redemption. Yeah, like you're every... thinking about like 70s and 80s mm-hmm. like heist movies. Although we could go to like TJ. Let's go to Southeast Asia. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we had Kuala Lumpur. I hear there's <laughs> I hear there's hundreds of thousands of islands in the Philippines. You know, <laughs> there's still Stone Age people there. You could get, you could just, you know, no one could ever find you there. So, you I could mean, disappear I mean, forever. And it costs no money to live there. I mean, yeah, you just live cheap, off the land. Doesn't that sound fun? You ever read Lord of the Flies, dude? <laughs> like this would be fun as hell. I, you know, I'm a good driver. Look, I, I could run an Uber over in over in Manila. Like, <laughs> for, I could for drive the, a tuk tuk. Oh, I thought he was gonna ride, drive an Uber for these Stone Age people on the islands in the Philippines. Oh no, no. Um, that did blow my mind, though. What? Routinely, that there are still Stone Age people oh, living yeah. on Earth. Like, and again, like I don't feel like we should go and like forcibly. Civ- uh, I don't want to say civilized, but like forcibly, like convert them to modern lifestyles. Sure. But, like it still blows my fucking mind. Yeah. Right. Routinely. Do you, I mean, do you feel, I mean, what do you feel? You just feel amazement. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, Does it ever make you sad that they have an experience like Katamari Damashi? Yes and no. Okay. Like, yes, because it's great. Okay. <laughs> and no, because I don't want to like destroy their culture. Sure. But you, which I feel like Katamari Damashi, once they feel, once they realize <laughs> you can roll everything into a ball, they're going to want to do that. Sure. That becomes the cornerstone of their civilization. Yeah, they start like, worshiping the king of all yeah, cosmos. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, so wait, I'm sorry, we're like going the Marshall to Islanders. Yeah, we're going to Manila and we're driving tuk tuks for the rest of our lives. He's like, how do you? How about you want to take a vacation for I don't know, ten years? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say this can't be a vacation. The special thing about vacations is that they end. Oh, like the, the last, the last pl- season. Yeah, I just watched that episode last it's night. It's a great episode. It was a good ending. Spoilies. Uh, I didn't realize there's it was one the more ending. ending. Oh, there is. There's one more episode. It's a double sized up. Oh, yeah, coming oh. up next uh, Friday or Thursday night. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. Um, so, uh, so but I didn't realize the good place was it was the last pair of episodes till it was like three minutes from the end. I'm like, wait, is this the end? Yeah, <laughs> I, don't I, just, I didn't research anything, it. I don't know, but yeah. yeah. Um, so, but where could they go? Is there any place that they would want to go short term? I mean, I feel like jail. <laughs> go on vacation to jail they can't put me in here if i already am this is the They'll one never <laughs> the one place they won't think to look right under their nose stupid son of a bitch <laughs> that's perfect where do we go on vacation with these guys to jail, jail. perfect but the narrator's just the driver yes i think he's going to want to take us on a road trip Oh sure. Well, we so have... it's a it'd be a fun thing because it's a road trip. It's like, hey, you want to drive? We are we never drove Route sixty six <laughs> like we sure. always said we were gonna do. Come on, let's do that. So it's like you want to be like, hey, let's stop at like the world's biggest ball of twine. He's like, um, <laughs> looking around, like making sure, like checking the police scanner. Yeah, like, right. Yeah, yeah. I think we can spare like ten minutes for the mystery <laughs> hole. Sure. Oh, going on vacation to the mystery hole. Sure. So it's just the cross country. Yeah, uh, I feel like the driver's going to want to take you on a road trip. That's fun as hell, too. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah. Oh, man. I love road trips. Sure. And that's what the vacation is. You don't have a destination. You just go to the biggest ball of twine. You go to the mystery hole. You yeah. go to the fucking... You drive as it takes you. Because if you're just going randomly, how are the police ever oh, going to find shit. your path? Like, you, you have no destination. Bro, we got to visit that Longa Burger basket. You ever seen it? <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> so cool. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I changed my mind. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go to Grandpa's Cheese Barn. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So... Three options, Manila, <laughs> random road trip, or jail. <laughs> All 
all perfectly. Hey, crumbling. you know how everyone has said always we always looked alike. <laughs> Do you want a vacation in my house and pretend to be me for a little <laughs> Do you bit? Want Prince and Popper it for a while. <laughs> that might be fun. Yeah, you're always jealous of my like setup downstairs <laughs> in my basement. You just want to come and like you know be my house and like you know take all my identification and you know <laughs> I'll just go away. Uh, yeah, I think that answers it. I really need to rest now. <laughs> we all need to rest now. All right, it's time to answer an email from our buddy boys. Uh, this is an email from our friend, Chloe. 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 Uh, this email is titled, Help! This oh, question needs answering. Oh, yeah, well. It's, this is... All right, Chloe, here we Chloe go. Chloe sent this on January 3rd, so oh, if no. it was urgent, I'm, I'm fucking sorry, Chloe. This Do is... you guys know the numbers for... <laughs> What's the number for 911? <laughs> um, hi, Saker and Evan. Hi, Chloe. Chloe. Here. Don't answer her. Why? <laughs> Chloe here. Longtime listener, first time emailer, and so on. Thank, well, thank you for you. listening. Yes. Here's my question. An early part of the Brennigan Lady style, up to and including Gordon, was jokey interpolations of other songs. The House Martin's Happy Hour and Hello City, uh, Vince Guaraldi's Linus and Lucy and Tom Sawyer in, by Rush in grade nine, etc. It's understandable why they stopped doing this, but is there a post-Gordon song that you think would be improved by this sort of tongue-in-cheek sampling? If so, which song would you add to it and why? Thanks, Chloe. P.S. You answer a lot of questions. Apologies if this has been asked before. It hasn't. No. P.P.S. Well, first up, listen to every episode, Chloe. Don't skip it. Hey, don't be a fair it's, weather. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine, Chloe. Some of our episodes are cringeworthy. <laughs> and they're all optional. Yes. P.P.S. No promises if it'll ever get finished, but I've actually been working on that Lane, Sarah Experiments Lane, Light Up My Room AMV you suggested oh in a real segment in my spare time. So I guess look out for that. And she included a, um, I assume this is like Adobe Premiere uh, screenshots of working on this Lane AMV, which is so cool. Oh, oh I can't wait to see that. Um, it, okay. But no pressure. No pressure. No. Hey, Chloe, it's fine. We it's don't cool. even care. It's cool. Yeah. I hope you don't. Fin- no, I really do hope you finish it. Um, okay. So. A jokey interpolation of another song within a Bare Naked Lady yeah, song. that's a good one. It's really good, and it's one that I probably should have prepped you for. So yeah, Because <laughs> yeah, it's a like hard... Furiously. Now you have to think about every Bare Naked Lady song, and then mm-hmm. decide on one randomly, and then think about how you want to include a song in that, because well, there's no other way to do it. Can we do like a like a reverse No Black Margaritas, where the BNL has to include like a Johnny Cash or a uh, um, Gwen Stefani or a uh, um, oh. Jimmy Buffett song within one of their songs? Sure. So let's let's start out with that just to get our juices flowing. So like, let's say Pina Coladas or like Margarita, uh, not, not Margaritaville. Is it P- you feel like Pina Coladas and like cheeseburger and, Par- cheeseburger and Paradise? Is Pina Colada? Yeah, Pina- you're right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Everyone thinks it's a Jimmy <laughs> Buffett song. So really? cheeseburger and Paradise. Sure. Um, so Cheeseburger in Paradise. So we're saying what song should Cheeseburger in Paradise be spliced yes. into? I feel like you could splice that easily into um, Spider in My Room because <laughs> everything is everything is in Spider in My Room. There's a spider in my Cheeseburger in Paradise. paradise. God, that would be fucking great. Spider in my Cheeseburger in Paradise. <laughs> so it's like an existential drop. <laughs> I love that. Okay, so that's our Jimmy Buffett. Yep. Uh, our Johnny Cash song is... Uh, but, wh- why don't we just do Ring of Fire? Yeah. Everybody knows Ring of Fire. Okay. Ring of Fire. So, uh, in. Uh, so what would that be good with? Um, like, I feel like what what thematically there should probably be a link mm-hmm. there, right? So what's Ring of Fire about? Ring of Fire dying, is... Going, dying and going to hell, right? Is it really? They I've never burn, listened. Burn, burn, and the flames get Jesus higher. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like most Johnny Cash songs, it's only got like two choruses and not sure. Like again, I've 
If it has lots of lyrics, then I wouldn't know. So it's tonight is the night I fell asleep, asleep at the wheel. <laughs> wheel. After the character, uh, so instead of instead of hidden sun, <laughs> although hidden sun could be a ring of fire too. Oh shit! Maybe just hidden sun oh, in man. the background, like it starts small, but you hear like the lapping of flames, and then it just gets louder and louder as hidden sun goes on. It would and be on. really fun to see. I would. I wish Johnny Cash had done instead of hurt hidden sun. Oh man. Yeah. A hidden sun that burns become That would be fun yeah. as hell. That would have been good, too. Uh, but fuck, now we're getting back into our No Black Margaritas. They could cover any song, <laughs> yeah. Evan. That's the whole I point. I know, I know, I know. So uh, I think Ring of Fire should be <laughs> interpolated it, the, into the night, Tonight, tonight is the Night. I fell asleep at the wheel. And so... And I'm going to hell because I'm such a bad boyfriend and the car loves me. Yes. With Gwen Stefani, you said Spiderwebs? Did I say Spiderwebs? <laughs> or was I just thinking Spiderwebs because I worked karaoke last night? Yeah, Spiderwebs is a great song. I, mean, okay. just, I like Just a Girl better, but Okay, let's do will... Just a Girl. See, I think Just well, a Girl might be harder because I don't Well, Just think... a Girl is obviously maybe Katie. Uh, yeah. Because she can't get a date because she's got a kid. A kid. Yeah, and all that stuff. So, so I think like... What's so maybe... But see, there's God. Burning and Ladies really did sort of pave the way for mashups in general. Yeah, um, yeah cause I feel like that's what you're describing here is a fucking bomb ass mashup <laughs> of, of just the girl, maybe Katie, uh, that I would love to hear. Actually, you know what does kind of interpolate a song already? What is uh, in uh, the snack time song? Pollywog and a bog. Oh yeah, they do the uh, 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 jump. Uh, yeah, the, uh, the uh, up on the up on the legs with a jump, 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 yeah. Which and then at the end of the song they do the uh, uh, yeah, hop to the top of the stump, jump, stump, stump. Which I think has to be a reference to Public Enemy. Come the legs for the jump, jump, hop to the top of the stump, Out come the legs for the jump, The best little. I bet you could. I bet you could splice in the the. I bet I could. <laughs> Will I? That's a great question. And it just out come the legs for the jump, jump, and then they just jump around, <laughs> jump around, and that would be perfect. I bet. I almost bet they do that in concert. God, how could they not? Because they love doing that. Yeah. Or at least they used to. Do you just feel like they're too mature for it now? Oh no, no. I feel like they they're. It always seems like the stuff that they do extemporaneously is separate from a song like they'll like be talking or just jibber jabbing yeah. back and forth and they still do it they yeah. still do all that like they, when they make the song and they do do cover melodies live yeah. so it's not like they're overdoing yeah, other so i just don't i don't i've never seen them do the thing where like they just stop in the middle of the song and start doing another song and then go back to their song god that's fu- i love it when bands fucking do that yeah. oh man so but anyway that's sort of a thing yeah. that might be sort of what you're talking about chloe we did it we did it we did it we did it in six different ways six different flavors <laughs> All right, Ebbo. Yeah. We did it. That's an episode down the drain, flush down the toilet. Can't wait to share our celebratory Toblerone like we always do. Oh, God. It's like a Lady in the Tramp thing. We both, little, start, we both start chomping at one end and we meet in the middle. Um, Evan, you can find us on Twitter. Oh, good. Uh, at Bin Done Pod. You can find us on Facebook. Great. You can join the Orange Groves Discord and chat with us all day long. We want to chat with you. Join the Orange Grove Discord. It's in the show we notes. We want to chat with you, Chloe. We want to chat with you, Bubba Hotep. We want to chat with you, Jordy. <laughs> we want to chat with you, dude123456789, who 
what? left us an iTunes. Oh my god, that's super week. long. I don't know if we want to read the whole. I'm just gonna hit the hit the big points. So this is dude one two three four five six seven eight nine leaving us this iTunes dude. review. Thank you, dude. star five star review. Hey, if you leave us an iTunes review, one to five stars doesn't matter what it is. Please leave us five stars. We will read it off on the air. Maybe not in the whole, but dude says I've just found this podcast last week. I've enjoyed what I've heard so far. Thanks, dude. I just wanted to say thank you. I just listened to season one episode ten. I love you, and heard about <laughs> the Ballad of Gordon. I've always remembered the day being a kid of watching the Ballad of Gordon. I thought it was awesome, but I couldn't find it anywhere because I didn't know who sang it or what it was called. Oh, wow. I never heard of BNL until almost 10 years after seeing this PSA. I didn't get into their music until about 10 years ago. So we actually helped someone? We He found the Ballad of Gordon because we talked about it on oh that episode. Oh, my God. That's... He says, I could swear in my grave I saw a man as a green alien with a gold crown in a music video 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Today, while listening to your podcast, you guys gave me the missing link to this video from my childhood. I proved I was right. It was Ed Robertson and BNL. Thank you for doing this podcast. It's been fun to listen to you guys and your analysis of BNL's well, music. Dude, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm glad you're listening to our podcast. Eight, I hope you continue nine. listening for another 52 episodes <laughs> and you get to the one where we read your review. Yeah, right. Oh, God. It's been so long since season one, episode 10. <sighs> Jesus, remember those Halcyon days? We were so. Yeah, my, just... I now I got a long white beard I know. like Santa Claus. <laughs> oh, I have. My got long. You've got you got gray in your hair since we started. I do. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, I, I don't. Gray in all my hair. My nose hair is gray. My butt hair is gray. Long gray pubes sticking out the bottom of my pants. How do you like pubes have like a terminal length? I don't think they get. <laughs> do you? I don't think that pubes like. I mean, I don't. I mean, I I manscape, but I don't like. Do you? I you know I don't want a big hairy bush down there. Sure. Really, but I'm, again, I'm not like I don't shave. I just right. like keep it. You trim. Keep, I keep it. Yeah. You keep it tight. Keep it tight. <laughs> keep it tight. Yeah. You know. You have a buzz cut. You know, a uh, fucking flat top down there. <laughs> I like the idea. So, yeah, yeah, I do. I do a little bit of manscaping. Okay, that's that's stuff that I think our listeners are going to be interested. They want to picture us head to toe. Yeah. Yeah. We both I, Okay, give give uh give our listeners a four-word description that would help them paint a picture of you in their mind, mind's eye. Sure. Um think Ballad of Gordon. <laughs> That's there. I mean, I don't know what fruit is. Uh yeah, what give them a, a two-word description of you. Face mask. <laughs> I'm Saker. I'm Evan. We'll see you again in one, one week. week. And I'm Joe. Sugar We're Going Down podcasting is exactly what it sounds like. Each week, we get a random Fall Out Boy song and discuss it in various ways, such as... What are its merits musically? Is it a bop? Does it have chugs? It's lyrical complexity. Sometimes Pete writes a triple entendre, and sometimes he doesn't even finish the first entendre. 
Does the video make any goddamn sense, though? Usually, no. How gay does it make us feel? Usually, a lot of gay. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your personal podcatcher of choice and get a new episode every Wednesday until it kills us. Caitlin, is this more than you bargained for yet? Honestly, it already is. <laughs>